TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, back here on Zach and the News Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet in beautiful Miami Shores. Okay, we got a pretty cool game that we're going to play right now. And basically when I say that, it's from your text messages that we've gotten so far from suggestions from you. I'm keeping it very running back heavy, this green light, red light. Uh, and we'll do it next week also with the wide receivers and tight ends also, if that is the case as well. Next week will be very wide receiver heavy and tight end heavy as we get closer and closer and closer to the start of the NFL season. Two weeks away. Two weeks from tonight, we are going to be about 50 minutes away at this point from, from kickoff of Pat Mahomes and Deshaun Watson in game one of the NFL season. And then when that is done, we have about a 48-hour hiatus until week one slate on Sunday and then a doubleheader on Monday Night Football, where, by the way, on the first game, I believe, of Monday Night Football, Fowler and Herbstreit are calling that game. That's beautiful. Which is an interesting dynamic right there. We are and so then cool. the yeah. brand-new Monday Night Football crew of Brian Greasy, uh, Lewis Riddick, and I believe Steve Levy. You see, that's where I had no right, idea. I know right, they flipped right. it over. I know Booger's not there anymore. Booger is not there that's anymore. All I, that's all I know. Uh, Joe Tessitore is not there anymore. Tony Kornheiser's out. Dennis Miller's out. They're going with the new crew for Monday Night Football. Anyways, let's get to this game called Green Light, Red Light. We have a couple names we're going to give the nose. The nose is going to tell us whether we should draft or should we stay far away from those kind of guys. A lot of running backs on my personal list, but we'll go with a couple I got off text machine uh, as well. First one that comes up is an interesting one because this is a good one in the last couple of years. Melvin Gordon uh, is on this list. Switches teams, goes to the Broncos uh, in a good offense, probably a good offense for running back also, yet there's someone behind him too, which is also, and I'll package it up, he was on my personal green light, red light list, Philip Lindsay, who had a pretty decent season at the end of last year or ended up having a decent season. Melvin Gordon and Phil Lindsay, the first two on the initial game of green light, red light, helped me out those. That is a red light, red light. So, wow. Right, because you didn't mention Freeman as well. As oh, there. my God, Royce Freeman, right? He's a Rolls Royce, right? You got yourself a triple header. Yes, Melvin Gordon should be the lead back, but I'm telling you, Philip Lindsay, the Colorado Buffalo, is a beast, and when he, he's going to get his. So you're looking at a true split between him, three different running backs. So this is a situation. I forgot about dude, this is wow. That's why I'm here for you. This is I a know. situation that I want to stay far away from. Red light on the entire Broncos backfield. Wow, interesting one as there. Someone did text in Jonathan Taylor, by the way. For, uh, that's a green light. Oh, I, love. I think you answered that in the last segment. Yeah, uh, That would be a good one. Uh, what about James Conner? 
Pittsburgh running back. Yes, that is a red light for me as well. Wow. I am not. Now, listen, he could be good, but Benny Snell was a really nice little nasty back that came out last year from Kentucky. Uh, I think you have Anthony McFarlane Jr. Another situation there where you have multiple running backs that um, are going to get theirs. So he's not just in a featured back. He's got multiple people that are going to be you know, getting carries. I don't love him. Uh, I just don't love him. No, I'm going to go pick another person in that situation. I'm staying away from James Conner. A guy that was drafted years ago as the number one overall pick or number two oh, overall pick God. in your leagues. Plays for uh, my buddy up there in New York, Adam Gase. Le'Veon Bell, guy who a couple years back would not just be the green light special, but the choose him number one overall special when he was the bell cow receiver and running back in Pittsburgh. Now in that Jets offense, Frank Gore also there. And today, by the way, Adam Gase traded for Kalen Balazs to the Miami Dolphins. So now he's got a couple of his old guys up there. What is your boy doing? I don't know. I don't know. I have no answers for that. What do you do with Le'Veon Bell here? Green light, red light? I'm going to say second round red light, third round green light. Okay, second round's too early for him. But listen, of course, there's always a time and a place for everyone. He is a player who could slip. Uh, If you could get him at the beginning or middle of your third round pick, I have no problem with it. I still think he has his legs. I think they're going to feature him in the offense still because, quite honestly, there's not a whole lot going on over there. Jameson Crowder is your best offensive weapon outside of uh, you know Le'Veon Bell. It means he's going to get his. Uh, but getting him in the second round, in my opinion, is too early. Too high up for him. All right, let's stick with that same kind of dynamic. Uh, another guy who, in the last couple of years, was the number one or number two overall pick. And Mr. Degenerative Knee. <laughs> Mr. I- Degenerative Knee that L.A. kicked out, forgot to pay him, then finally gave him his check, and he ended up in the ATL Todd Gurley. That's a red light. Wow. I do not take guys with degenerative knee problems that already got fully paid. And I mean fully paid. So uh, Todd Gurley is a player that is flat out on my do not draft list. Listen, if you want to take him late third, if he is there, okay, I could see that he's still going to get plenty of carries. Uh, Ito Smith is backing him up, which is not so exciting. So he should get his, but they're already talking about load management. In fantasy, two words you don't want to hear, no, no, load no, management. No. That's right. a big red light for me. You haven't even given me any green lights. No, I, 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 it's amazing. I'm, tr- I'm trying to throw some at you at this point. What about in Cleveland, uh, you, have, you already have Nick Chubb in your top kind of 12. Oh, yeah. There's another running back there who's a dynamic running back who probably would be the 1A guy on at least 15 other teams around the league. Kareem Hunt. Love him. Where do you go there, red light, green light? That's a green light for me. That's a fourth-round pick. That's a fifth-round pick if he's there. Uh, He's a player who's going to get a lot more carries, and he's going to catch a lot of balls in the backfield. They're going to get him the ball plenty. Uh, Yes, Nick Chubb had a monster year last year. I think it was a third overall in yardage. Still, don't care. There's a time and a place for Kareem Hunt. And again, based on when you're taking your draft, and if you're in your your tiers and you see him and he's the next guy up, feel free to take him. A Bears running back who I believe just uh, strained his groin or something happened. He's going to be out two to four weeks. David Montgomery was kind of the sweetheart of last year's uh, drafts, right? He was the kind of guy that you didn't know much about, but you thought, wow, he could be the guy in Chicago. It didn't turn out that way where he was the monster that we all thought would be the monster in the midway. That's funny. In Chicago. Where do you go this year? Red light, green light, and David Montgomery. You know, he actually should have been in my observations because he's out two to four weeks with right. a groin injury. That is a big red light. Uh, I'm not taking a running back coming into this season 
who didn't produce last year, even though he got the run, he got the carries, but still didn't get the actual yardage and touchdowns. So for me, having a already hurt groin, I have no interest in him. I'm actually taking him fully off my board. In L.A. right now, Gurley's gone, and they have drafted a rookie, Cam Akers, and they have what? There was a Daryl Henderson there as well. I think he's the other he, running he back good. there. And okay. there's, a, there's a Malcolm Brown as well. And a Malcolm Brown. Yes. Where do you go there with those three guys? Uh, red light, green light for all three of those guys at this point. Okay, so Cam Akers, as much as I'd like to hard red light him because of where he went to school. Right. Yes, that's, right. A, that's a dirty null. For all you knows listening, I'm sorry, but it's right. just the truth. Um, <laughs> Cam Akers has plenty of upside in that offense. He sure does. Uh, but again, there's a three different running backs there, and I sense that's going to be a running back by committee. So again, if he slips really late, uh, sixth round type of situation, seventh round, yeah, you, there you take an upside type of player. He's got upside, and I love upside. But am I depending on him to really break out? I don't see it early. And again, he's a big RBBC, running back by committee uh, coach. So I, for the most part, if it's the first five rounds, I'm red lighting him. After that, go green light. Tom Brady's in Tampa Bay now. They have one of the most dynamic offenses, at least on paper, or if you play Madden, uh, with their wide receivers, with their tight ends. Running back's going to be a question there. Is Rojo, Ronald Jones, the guy there? Is is, is like, like Who's going to be the guy in that Tampa Bay offense that you're – either green light or red light. Is, and is Ronald Jones a guy, if he is the number one guy that you take there? Uh, he is the, currently the number one guy right. there. I will not be drafting Ronald Jones, but later in my draft, I love Keyshawn Vaughn out of, out of Vanderbilt. He, in my opinion, by week five or week six, will be the starting running back in Tampa. So a lot of people, in my opinion, are going to take Ronald Jones and will fail there. But if you do take him, please take Keyshawn Vaughn late. I like his talent actually more than Ronald Jones. Wow, that's an interesting one uh, right there. I want to go to Buffalo now because I think their best running back might be their quarterback uh, on that team. Uh, he's going to touch the ball a lot. Uh, Josh Allen is there. They picked up Stephon Diggs. So the offense did get better in the offseason. Josh Allen's got another year experience. Diggs gives them a proven number one guy. Uh, I think Zay Jones might be there too. Is that a guy? Am I saying that right? Okay, good. I did my homework a little bit. Uh, Devin Singletary's in that backfield. They drafted a guy, the kid from Utah that's a South Florida kid. is Zach Bush. Uh, they do have a little bit of a running back kind of cluster bleep there. Does Devin Singletary get a red light or green light? Does Zach Bush get a red light or green light? Zach Bush is the owner of the wonderful bar in Miami. <laughs> You're dying right now. Who, wait, what was his, what's the guy's name that got drafted then? What about Zach I? Moss. I was so close. You were so close. Well, Zach Bush, how you doing, brother? Legend of the game of right, South Florida. Right. But that's another story. Oh, I did say Zach Bush, right? You did. Zach Moss right. is the running back. And I have, <laughs> I'm hearing great things out of him. But I will tell you right now, Singletary... Big green light. Let wow. Me, how about this? Runner up to the nose pick of the year. Wow. That's you. I'm happy I'm you said it. closer. Right? You did good. You did good. Um, yes. Zach, uh, Singletary has every reason to be prime time to make a big impact. This is the best team in the NFC East. I'm saying it out loud right now. Going into it, they are ready. They have a very good offensive line, revamped. I think Singletary could be great. I love him in the late third, early fourth round pick if he's there. Um, Gung-ho all about him. So you finally gave me like one of those guys I really wanted to talk right, about. Finally got a green light. Right. And we talked about Zach Bush. Good well, job. Now I think I found my guy, my A.A. Ron Ekular for the year. It's going to be Zach Bush. Right. That's it. I'm just Zach Moss, though, is 
they're hearing a lot great of upside thi- with him, right? A lot yeah. of upside. They're hearing great things, so he can jump into you know the run that Singletary gets. But Singletary right now is a really good bet for me. What's the uh, the running back kind of issue in Detroit? I know they drafted a guy, DeAndre Swift. DeAndre Swift. They uh, they they have a couple guys there, I guess, in the backfield. Carryon Johnson is the other one. Yeah, like what, what happens there? You know, and I understand that they're. The, the day of the bell cow is almost gone. It's the Zeke Elliott. It's the it's the Saquon Barkley's of the world. Um, it might be the Kamara's of the world. Like, those guys are the bell cow who's going to be out there just about every play. But it doesn't really happen. There's a lot of committees, and Detroit kind of scares me because they have a couple guys that you might be very excited about drafting. But are we talking about red light on all these guys there in Detroit? We sure are. Oh, yeah, no. we sure are. When's the last time there was a good running back in Detroit? Believe his name is Barry. That's correct. His right. name is Barry. Right. Okay. He doesn't even deserve. He's one worthy name. of a one name. Right. right. He's one worthy name. of one. Right. Dude, I find that the Detroit Lions backfield. I really was wrong about Carryon Johnson last year, and I really loved him. I did, and I spoke quite. He was quite a green light for me last year. Uh, DeAndre Swift has apparently looked great. Uh, apparently, he's a little banged up right now, so he's not practicing. And this is again one of those things where is he going to take a few weeks to get acclimated to the offense? But as a generality, no, I don't trust the running back in Detroit for years now. I'm done with it. There's too many. You're right. It's perfect amount of splits. Right, right. And um, it's just an un. It's not a trustworthy situation. Is there a time and place to take DeAndre Swift? Absolutely. Does he have upside? Can he be a star? We all right. saw him in Georgia. He is a talented kid who could catch the ball out of the backfield. Um, again, he's one of those rookie guys that if you could get maybe in the fifth round, sixth round, I'm totally giving you a green light there. But anything before that, don't get caught up on the hype. He's not one of those top rookies like we talked about Dobbins or we right. talked about Jonathan Taylor. All right, we'll end this segment of uh, Green Light, Red Light, or I think I've already named it Red Light, Green Light at this point, uh, with a little bit of a local flavor. This team last year, their top rusher was Ryan Fitzpatrick, uh, the Miami Dolphins. And they, in the offseason, pick up Jordan Howard, who was a decent back in Philly before he got, he got injured. And Matt Breida, who was part of a huge backfield in San Francisco, uh, who might be the fastest guy in the league at running back position. Either one of those guys get a green light for you. This offense down here in Miami, running-wise, can't get any worse than it was last year. But can it get that much better with one or both of those guys? The answer is yes, and Matt Breida is the player that I like more than Jordan Howard, even though Jordan Howard is probably being listed as the starter. Number one guy, right, right. When Breida got on the field for San Francisco, he was absolutely dynamic. I think the Dolphins have a player that if they could stay healthy, could put up some big numbers. Now, big numbers means he could put up big yards. I think there's going to be some inconsistency week over week. But if you want to take a player, because at the end of your, you know, towards the middle of your draft... There's no more really starting running backs besides the ones who are in deep, real right, splits right. like this. This is one where we don't know. I think Breida has the bigger upside than Howard. Howard, to me, at this point, he's a guy who runs up the middle. He'll chunk four or five yards, maybe gets in the end zone a little bit, but he is not exciting me. Now, Breida, on the other hand, I've seen enough talent from him that if he could hit the outside, he could keep going forever. So if you want to pick a Miami Dolphin, we'll talk about it next year. I love Devontae Parker. We're going to get, but that's a little tease. Right, right, I, right. He's the only guy that I really, really love from the Dolphins, and I do, which is crazy to love a Miami Dolphin right. position player. It's been forever a since. A long time. Yes. Right. But uh, yes, I go with Breida. 
All right, that'll do it for red light, green light. Good stuff there. We'll do it next week again with the wide receivers and tight ends because we're going to be very heavy on the passing game uh, next week with those two positions. We have the nose pick of the year coming up in the next segment, the world-famous award-winning segment that we do here at the end of each of these shows. During the season, it'll be the nose pick of the week every single week. But this, this week, a very special nose pick of the year. We'll get to that. Uh, my brother just texted me nose candy. Yes, we do have nose candy, but that nose candy and nose bleeds won't really start until week two of the regular season when we go over the nose picks. People are going to be like, "What?" They're, it's going to be a little shocking. I'm not going to lie to you. It's not. A, it's a little. It's, I went a little out there this year. Okay, okay? and I'm, I'm nothing really, wrong with that. We're we're out there, Jerry, and we're loving it. We're going to go over the nose pick of the year from last year, give his stats out, and let nose beat his chest, and then reveal the nose pick of the year for this year coming up. This is Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show, brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet in beautiful Miami Shores. That's the nose. I'm Zach. We'll take a break. We'll wrap things up right after this. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.